Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to episode 85 of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as... Crusty Characters Plummet. Crusty. <laughs> wow, that's a new one. Thank you. I was Definitely thinking like unlikable, crusty. You don't hear crusty used enough unless you're talking about the crusty crab, but that's with a K. Yeah. All right, this week... Even then, how often are you talking about it? Not very. Okay. You don't talk about the crusty crab all the time? Nope. Yeah, me neither. Um, this week, we are doing the 2017, we decided on, uh, film. Who We Are Now is directed and written by Matthew Newton, distributed by FilmRise, and I wasn't able to get any numbers on the budget or box office. What do you got for background? It debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival. Okay. I'm pretty sure this movie set in New York. It's not like ever explicitly said, but we've inferred. Where's Fort Fort Greene? They were right? saying it's in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Then yeah, that's New York. Well, unless there's another Brooklyn, I don't know about. Yeah, exactly. We don't know. Present day, modern times. Okay, this movie has Emma Roberts in it. Mm-hmm. It has Max Medina from Gilmore Girls in it. It has the, the mom from Switched at Birth in it. That's um, the mom from Back to the Future, actually, Leah Thompson. And no one else is really of note. Yeah. And Jason Biggs. <laughs> randomly in it. Yeah, and Zachary Quinto, but I don't really know what I know him from. Zachary Quinto? Is that his name? That was like Quinto. Really? That's a cue. Quinto. Shaking on it. Quinto. Alright, we're gonna Google that later? Yeah. Okay. Alright, I took one, two, three, four, five, six (laughs) notes. And that is really pushing it. That And that is well under... What's your average, would you say, Kath? Like Like, 20? Yeah. 20 plus? Yeah. So hopefully this will be a short episode. It is. I, I, don't I say have it like a lot. most of the time, but I, I think we're gonna to hold it say. to under thirty this time. I really don't have a lot to say. All right, so I would say to sum up this movie, <laughs> as we talked about last week, it's dealing with like the prison system and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd say this film uh, examines the legal system and how it affects people at every position, whether it be lawyers defendants judges that's good it's good does it do a great job of doing that no oh, okay i was gonna say we'll see but oh sorry no it does not all right so did you write down the main characters names at least yeah okay we have jess we have beth <laughs> those are the main characters okay beth is the the mom and Slash jess aunt no, we decide she's not an aunt. She's the mom. She's the biological mom. <laughs> this is what happens when Kathy stops <laughs> taking notes 30 minutes into the movie. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm going to be really frank with you listeners. I did not like this movie. So Jess and Beth. Is Jess the Emma Roberts character? Yeah, the, the lawyer. The junior lawyer. Junior litigator. And then she becomes a senior at the end. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess our main story yeah, is Beth. Beth 
went away for prison for 10 years for manslaughter and then comes back and her sister and brother-in-law have like taken over custody of her kid alec and she's trying to win back custody yeah and then i would say that jess works at the same organization that beth's current lawyer works at but then Jess. what's the name of the organization again the watchdogs the watchdogs (laughs) and then jess kind of gets to work for beth later on gotcha Okay, so about like 10 minutes in, I already was like waning on this dialogue style. Yeah. I don't think I'd watch any more movies by this director or writer. He did both, so. Yeah. It was way too much crosstalk, and I get mm-hmm. they were trying to make it seem like, oh, this is like natural how people talk, but it. Maybe you want to leave the room. Yeah. Like, oh, too many voices going on. Like, please stop. It's hurting my head. Yep. Um,. And, you know, if you're going to do a script, it, I get, I guess I kind of get what he was going for, but it, it didn't land with me. Like, I didn't enjoy that. You? Yeah, that was the first thing I wrote. Talking at once and then close faces. Like, it was really zoomed in on everyone. Yeah, that didn't really bother me as much as the dialogue. Bit, and it was but... kind of jump cutty too. It was like, oh, now we're over here. But, yeah, the dialogue was terrible. It wasn't, like, fully formed it was just like little bits and pieces yeah i'd be interested to see this script if that was all scripted or if the director's just like you know just kind of feel out the scene oh my god one of those guys you know yeah you know the type Mm -hmm. um so that rubbed me the wrong way throughout um we get some shots of uh jess in the courtroom defending one of her other clients and then there we i think Right, and then we get a judge from hell who's just, like, on the biggest power trip ever. Power trip, yeah, because he's all high and mighty. Uh, this is when you say, yes, your honor. Yeah, he just didn't really seem to have a lot of, uh, like... No, you're going to work for his him at his bodega for three months. I'm like, I don't know if you have that... If you can power? sentence somebody to work at somebody's store, you can sentence them to community service. Yeah. Well, that's can... what it sounded like it was going to be. It wasn't going to be like... But you can't tell he... him to do community service at a certain spot. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. But it's this judge seemed like a huge dick. Yeah. He was. I wrote that, that down Honor. too. I said, this jub- judge sucks. And he does. He was not very... Like, you know how judges are supposed to give second chances? That's kind of like their whole thing. Is that their whole thing? Yeah. I thought it was to judge whether or not someone was guilty. Well, but these weren't these weren't trials for when the person had just committed the crime. It was for when they were getting out. Like, are they ready to get out? And it's like both of the the cases that we saw, it showed people that like were trying to kind of like get back on a good path. I don't path. know. Was the the Maria girl that Jess was representing getting out? She was gonna go. Into or was a it just program. like a program within the prison? I don't think it was within the prison. Because she said she was getting transferred. Yeah. 
So I would assume it's just like to another prison. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're just getting out necessarily. Still, like, that's believing that these people still like are people and deserve second chances. And not just like, nope, you did one bad thing, so you get to be in prison forever. Okay. Um, anyways, this the judge part is only like five-minute scene, maybe. Yeah. I just uh, noted that he seemed like he was on a huge power trip. He was. I agree. You know, maybe this is towards, like, I would say this is the middle of the movie. So Beth, um, the woman who wants custody of her child back... She was talking to one of her co-workers at this nail salon that she works at, Mina. And Mina was, like, actually giving her some good advice. She and... wasn't mean? Mm-mm. Despite her name. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Beth was going to take the advice. Because she was like, you know, you just got This is, like, part of your journey. And they're talking about obstacles and stuff like that. And trying to get her to see that. You know, she'll eventually get to the place that she wants, but it's going to take some time and effort. And it just seemed like Beth didn't care. All right. Beth was kind of a lot. I mean, I felt bad for her that she didn't have custody of her kid at all. I don't know. I don't feel like the director or writing or acting or whatever it was did a good enough job to make me feel bad for her. Okay, I you know kind of I mean? feel bad for saying that I don't feel bad for her. <laughs> That's why I said, I, oh, I feel kind of bad for her. Yeah, I mean, we don't get her full backstory until... Yeah. the end. Like, last ten minutes or so, probably. Yeah. Um, of the crime and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It, I didn't really feel that bad for... I'm. It's tough, because it was her kid and stuff, but nothing she did her actions or anything made you feel bad for this woman really yeah can we talk about some of the things she did like she she had a job but i guess she wanted a different job and so right she worked at a nail salon and then she went to apply for a waitress job mm-hmm. and then at the end she blew the guy that was interviewing her this is because... jason biggs character vince because i guess she thought that would help her get the job I don't know. I've never done that, so I don't know if that works. I'm glad you have never done that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, how does that help you get the job? But she was willing to give it her all, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It just was weird. That was something, and then, like, she was yelling at her sister and yelling at her brother-in-law. But then, I mean, at the end of the day, it still is her kid, and so... And the kid doesn't even know that that's his mom. That right. is sad. So they were like, I went back and forth. She also seemed to have like a really short temper. Mm-hmm. So. I kind of get why the sister is keeping the kid. Protecting yeah. the kid. And I mean, to jump ahead, I guess, if you're okay with spoilers. We didn't like the movie. We don't recommend you watching it, right? So yeah, we, we watched it so you don't have to watch it in this case. Um, she, at the very end, she does just like change her mind. It and, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's just like, you take full custody. Okay. What was the point of any of this then? Yeah. I guess we're supposed to 
think like she, she had an epiphany grew. like in the when there was that confrontation in the the nightclub there at the end yeah maybe she just thought that people are always gonna see her for her crime which kind of relates to last week mm-hmm. um because that's what jay duplass's character thought yeah i think let's uh finish getting out any thoughts on this and then we can that's a good point we can do a little compare and contrast where um remind me outside in Mm -hmm. went right where who we are now went wrong maybe okay and we can get into a forgotten segment of fixing this movie maybe for you oh gosh yes is that too big a task no i have some You, you got some ideas yeah we should also mention that Jess, so Emma Roberts' character, she, like, every time she was talking to anyone, it always turned into her like, complaining about her mom. Which was Leah Thompson's character, who was pretty, um, she was annoying. A lot. She was a lot. <laughs> yeah. She was, like, drunk at her daughter's bridal shower. It was weird. Yeah. And, like, making it about her. Yeah. Not cool, lady. No. Um, yeah, so I'd say my biggest critique of the film was I'm not a fan of the movies that try to tell too many people's stories. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's starting to not be a good thing. This kind of was related to, I would compare it to a past movie of person to person. Yeah. Yeah, trying to do... Too much. And it's not even that. It's just trying to, like, you should focus on one character type of thing. You know, if we, like, yeah. just focused on Beth Manley or just focused on Jess and her mm-hmm. story. But, like, trying to, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because at the end of the day, then you don't feel like these characters are fully developed. And then that you can't really, like, right. sympathize with them at all. Because you don't, there's, like, missing pieces to their story. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it's not a captivating story. Yeah, so, you don't feel connected to any of the characters, so... And you just want it to be over. This movie, like, was almost two hours, and it felt... It felt like <laughs> every minute of that. Like, you want a movie to be an escape, but you don't... You want to, like, lose track of time, not be like, okay, it's been a minute. <laughs> okay, it's been two minutes. That's not losing track of time. That's tracking time. Exactly. Okay. I want to lose track of time. I don't want to track time. But if I had to choose, and maybe this is just me being basic, I felt like Jess's story was just a tad bit interesting. And here's how they how they could have done it instead. Okay. Have her be the main character. So we get some background of her, more background, like why does she have these mommy issues, that kind of thing. But still, you meet more of her clients, like through her eyes. And so you're getting more stories but it all relates right it kind of had a lot of like dead end stories which i'm not saying every scene and every person we meet needs to have a purpose but you know like every time we see jess not working it's with her sister at their bridal stuff and then we don't even see the wedding you know what i mean it doesn't lead anywhere or like the whole thing of alec and his parents like we don't really get to know them like at all yeah or like anything about that and like it mentioned that their mom died and um beth and gabby 
Mike's mom died. And I kind of, like, wanted to know more about that and how... Or how their past, like, more about their past. Sometimes, here's an example of a movie that happens on the after that you feel like the before would be way more interesting. Like, this is the aftermath of... Aftermath. So of, you want to see the the prequel to this movie? I mean, no, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it'd be more that, interesting. Yeah. Gotcha. That's a good. That's a good point. I, I'd say I agree with that. How would you fix it? Um. Yeah, I think you. I don't know. Is Jess's story more interesting than Beth's though? Yeah, it is. Because she's she's at least earnest and like trying to help people. And yeah. I think that she has good intentions and it seems like she's trying to make a difference in the world and like kind of overcome her her like kind of shallow family. <laughs> Sister seemed fine, Monica. Yeah, I guess. But uh yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I'd probably like we said, narrow it down. If you choose Beth, we choose Jess. Probably, yeah, Jess maybe a little more interesting and just show, you know, if she grows apart or grows closer to her family or, yeah, how They're she... Just, yeah. Because then, even then, yeah, she... So, Maria, mm-hmm. her original client, kills herself in prison. Yeah. So then she's, like, super fired up about, like, I don't want that to ever happen again. I'm going to take the senior position at mm-hmm. the, the firm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to take on best case now. Mm-hmm. And then that case, she gets in there and it's just like. Over. Best just throws it out to her and like, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. And Jessica is just like, what the heck? I feel like every client I take on just, just gives <laughs> sticks up. their foot in their mouth and yeah, doesn't give me a chance. Well, she's young. But it's not her fault on these No, it's not like. her fault, but maybe... Maybe later on, like in her career, she can develop some tactics to help her clients more. I don't know. Um, so let's do some comparisons now. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think? Outside in did right where who we are now failed. Outside in wasn't. It it did the opposite. It had that focused track of like yeah, Jay's it did. story. After he got out. But it also wasn't... Jay wasn't, like, hung up on that. He was, like, ready to kind of start his life. Sorry, I say Jay, but it's, like, whatever. We're just going to call him Jay because I don't remember his real name. Um, I don't think he was. You think he was hung up? No, I'm not saying he's hung up. I don't think that has as much to do with... That's, like, a character choice. I don't know. I'm saying how to... Outside in, like being written and directed better of telling the story okay. of somebody after coming I out of think, prison. I think you got to know the characters more. Mm-hmm. Like the main like the main guy and then kind of the people that helped him. Oh. And did a good job of portraying uh, his social ineptness out of being locked away for so yeah. long and struggling to adjust to his age group since he was yeah. locked away for half his yeah. life. But also showing those little things that um, who we are now attempting to show, like trying to get a job. Yeah, and how um, that's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. 
I think he was a little bit, I think everybody, maybe it's just because it was a small town, everyone knew his past. Yeah, that's true. It was different in that sense. I was just trying to go back so you had the character. Chris. Chris, that's right. It feels like so long ago that we watched (laughs) that movie and it was like last week. Um, Yeah, I just like that. I I found the characters like way more endearing. Hmm. Like, especially, uh, sorry, Carol and Heldy, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like uh, Lynn Shelton is a better writer and director. Did a better job (laughs) of developing those characters and making you feel like. And And nobody biked. Nobody biked in who we are now. It's not even more. It's just. Using that amount of dialogue and screen time to tell meaningful story versus, mm-hmm. as in who we are now, a bunch of like, in my mind, wasted screen time and dialogue. Like, what is this actually adding to the story? How is this making me care about the characters? You know? I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, do you have any more thoughts on who we are now? No. All right. Um, I would Absolutely say not. neither of us recommended it. Do not waste your know, time. You know, we had a good run here of some good movies. So and we're now about, we're going to go back to the bottom of the rankings. So we're bound to hit a dud. Yeah. And and we'll find out where we rank it. Let's um, Let's rank who we are now. Okay. All right. So I have this ranked and I peaked yours since you got it sitting on the table i have it ranked lower than you actually really i have this ranked at number 23 i have it at 21 read me back the bottom five the bottom five um so number 20 is donnie darko Mm -hmm. number 21 is the lighthouse number 22 is high fidelity 23 troop zero 24 dazed and confused and all those movies were super hard to get through. Like, I definitely think it is. I liked to High be... Fidelity more than this. But Troop Zero and Dazed and Confused, although I'm still like, I don't know how Dazed and Confused is below Troop Zero. But we we get into this every time we get down here on the list. You know what? I don't get why Troop Zero is ranked so low. Like, cause I, low. I think out of all the ones you named, I like that one the best. So, I disagree, I disagree on <laughs> I don't care. You could put it in the last one. This movie was not good. I wouldn't recommend it. I just, I don't know why I'm like, because you know what it is? If I were to like maybe look at the script or something, like, it's like all things I I'm, I'm care about and I'm interested in. I don't yeah, know, and not. I, I don't know why I hated it so much, but I not just Not any did. like super well-known household actors, but like a fairly good cast. And yeah. it just missed all the marks. Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't. I don't know how else to sum it up. Is it, it just wasn't like, compelling. Like I yeah. wasn't invested at all. It left like a bad taste in my mouth, and and I really want to take like a nap after it, this. It wasn't offensive <laughs> or anything me. like that. Like offensively bad. It's just like, but like this dud. You it was go a to dud a nice restaurant. So you know what? Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty six. I guess. Are we on twenty? No, it'd be twenty five. This was our twenty fifth movie. Sadly, this is how we ring in our. Was that silver anniversary? 
Let's do it. Because you know what? You want to do 25? I, We're going to both go lower. Th- you didn't even say what your original No, I did. Now. I said it was 21. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking, like, what was I thinking? That would put it um, above Lighthouse. You would break up the weirdness. <laughs> I would say we've watched some weird freaking movies on this pod. But this wasn't one of them. It's just... No, it wasn't weird. It's just... It wasn't anything. Milk toast. That's what it was. It wasn't any... It didn't have, like... There wasn't anything about it that, like... You can take away and be like, this was compelling. And, and like, yeah. like, you should watch it because of this. Okay. I think we've convinced ourselves it is number 26. All right. 25. This, this is, is the 25th. It is... It's 26, even though there's only 25 movies. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Sorry. 25. Next week will be better. It has next, to be. Next week it'll be 26, probably. This movie. Oh, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, at least Days the Confused doesn't last anymore. So. Yeah, there you go. You're welcome. All right, so the new 25. Dead last. <laughs> yeah, this movie stunk. All right, let's step into the book nook. What have you been reading? Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, I, I kind of took the lead on the ranking, so. Oh, okay. I'm reading a book called... Oh, I'm reading a book, and it is Pause. called <laughs> The Cactus by Sarah Haywood. Is it, it about a cactus? No. What the heck? But the main character's personality is like a cactus. She's a little prickly. Oh, I see. And then she's watery on the inside or something? No. Okay. Um... So, two, like, background pieces about this book. One, it was on Reese's book club list. And two, it's going to be made into, I believe, Netflix movie starring Reese Witherspoon. Is that why you chose to watch it? Or, sorry, read it now? Well, I'm sure the movie won't be out for a while because I, I don't think they've started filming it or anything. But, yes, I've been wa- I've been wanting to read it for a while. I feel like this is one you've had for a while. Yeah, no, so. I've been wanting to read it for a while. That did motivate me a little bit, but also, I'm like, I know, the subtitle is unhealthy. We've, we've all come to this, but I'm like, reading it and like, thinking about how Reese is going to act in this role. It's kind of cool. <laughs> because she's not a very likable woman. Um, Reese pers- Witherspoon? No! <laughs> I'm sorry to all our listeners' ears who just exploded. You. I was just joking. I'm glad you um, recognized that it's a bit of an unhealthy obsession, but I, it just it just <laughs> is what it is at this point. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's about this woman kind of has a, like an unlikable character personality, which you don't typically like. I feel like the unlikable uh, lead yeah, protagonist. I don't. But here we are. Um, what are you reading? So I finished Horror Stories by Liz Fair. Took way too long. And now I'm worried. I think I'm just like in a reading funk. Or maybe like... It happens to the best of us. Been doing other things. Like playing the golf. and You need something that's really Playing games. Yeah. Captivate you. So hopefully this grabs you more. I think I'm enjoying it so far. I'm pretty early on. I just need to sit down and read. That's always my problem. Anyways, the book is White Teeth by Zadie Smith. 
Um, nice. She's a pretty famous author, I feel yeah, like. Most she's people well remember. I think this was her big, I don't know if it was her debut, but her big one that put her on the map at least. Mm. What's um, it about? Well, I'm only on the second chapter, so it's tough to say. Um, Have you met the main character? I think. There, there's a lady who's missing her front teeth, and it's called White Teeth, so maybe it's Carla. But the first chapter was about a guy named Archie who met Carla. So I don't know if it's like going to be like a jump to different character uh, type yeah, of thing or maybe. what. It's okay, we got Archer, Archie, we got Carla. It's going somewhere. <laughs> it's going somewhere. Set in the 70s. Uh, nice. We'll see where it goes. Ah, cool. Too early to get past any thoughts on it, I think. Mm. And horror stories ended up being... Horrible. No, I'm just kidding. It was okay. Three stars. Uh, with a lot of short story type of things. Some are really good. Some are meh. Yeah. That's why I don't typically read those. Yeah. It's a gamble. All right. Shall we head to next week? Yep. Next week, do you want to tell the listeners what movie we're going to be watching? We're going to be watching The Boy Downstairs, starring Soch from Girls. Yes. I'm not sure of the actress. Zosia Mamet. Good job. What's the five word? She an MOT? She might be. I don't remember. She plays a good one. <laughs> um. So this is on Hulu? Yep. And it's about a girl who moves into an apartment and falls in love with the boy downstairs, I'm guessing. <laughs> Sounds we'll, like a movie I'd like. We'll find out. It looked pretty good from the trailer. Good. Um, but we will talk about that next week. You want to take us out? Contact your loved ones. Don't forget to vote. It's coming up. It is. Fast approaching. Less than two months. Hey, 31 minutes. I think we did pretty good. Once I edit it down, it'll probably be less than that. Oh, sorry. Never mind. See you next week. Bye.